Hello everyone and let's continue to gather the adventures of Janus. Before starting, just a small reminder. This episode 3 is divided into three parts and if you have not yet listened to the first part, I strongly advise you to do so. Five years, let's go. We are going to pick up the story where we left it off and find Jonas, who had joined the school of the clouds of England and has in his hand a letter from a person living on the ground who needs antibodies. <sighs> what to do? If I don't find Jonas, I'll have to manage to find these antibodies. Get out of here and go to that much vaunted address and come back and not wake up by then. Jonas gives a long beat sigh and lowers his head. He seems so desperate. What's wrong? Jonas looks up and sees a young girl, dark-haired, who is a little older than him and appears to be of Asian origin. Nothing, I'm just a little lost, answers Jonas. The girl sits next to him on the bench. My name is Emma, and you? Jonas. What class are you in? Oh, I'm in fifth grade, and you? I'm in 7th grade 3. Uh, uh, tell me, do you know Jonas Feature? No, why? I have a letter for him. In fact, the man from the administration gave it to me thinking I was him. But I'm actually not. Ah, I see. Is it urgent? Apparently, yes. His mom is waiting for a supply of antibodies that are apparently made here. And Jonas has to bring it to her. Ah, but that's great. Such luck. I don't have permission to go down. And believe me, I'd love to get out of here for a couple of hours. But why don't you do it? Are you doing it on purpose? I just don't have family downstairs, she said sadly. Yes, yes excuse me, I'm stupid, confesses Jonas without really knowing why. Come on, and some dark hair boy with blue eyes. We'll go get you Jonas, and who knows? No. No, but wait, what are you talking about? My hair is brown and I have brown eyes. Yeah, that's it. And I'm American and I found a way to produce these antibodies for everybody in the world. What are you telling me? I can see that you are... I'm not dark, that's all. Emma takes off a backpack, puts it on her lap and starts raging at it. After a few seconds, she pulls out a mirror and holds it in front of Jonas' face. You either admit that you have dark hair with blue eyes or that you are colorblind, affirms loudly and clearly Emma. Jonas looks at himself in the mirror for a few moments and gently poses his hands over his face and he thinks quietly. So, my face had changed. I recognize it a bit, but my features are different. And then my hair are very dark and I have blue eyes. What is this mess? Maybe I'm not really dreaming. <gasps> Maybe I'm really Jonas Fitcher in this world. Hello, hello, someone there? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> My head was in the clouds. Oh, yeah, that's funny. No one ever did that one, says ironically Emma. Yes, I was messing with you about my hair color. Mm. Aren't you a little weird? Oh, come on. You boys, growing up isn't really your thing. So, are we going to go get your Jonas? Huh. He thinks that maybe he could go straight down and bring his parents from here their supply of antibodies. Actually, you know what? Answers Jonas. I will go down and get their antibody supply. 
Like you, it's been a long time since I came down, and it's almost 2.30pm. It's too late to look for Jonas. Okay, in that case, I'm coming with you. So you can go out now? <laughs> I remind you that middle and high school pupils are authorized to accompany primary school pupils if they are alone. And then with your letter, we have a justification. So this is going to work. If you want, answers Jonas. But do you know where we are going? I have the address. Cool. Do you know where we can get these antibody vials? Asked Jonas. But what planet do you seriously come from? Answers Emma. The two friends get up and walk towards the central building. Along the way, Jonas thinks he needs to be more careful in his questions or remarks. He senses that Emma finds him more and more strange or even alien to this world. Arrived in front of the building, Jonas realizes that it is difficult to miss. On the front door, it is indicated in large, antibody reserved and electromagnetic lift. About 50 students are already lined up in front of the building entrance. Emma and Jonas join them. Oh, I feel that it will last for ages. Emma is apparently impatient. In the end, the wait didn't last too long, as few minutes later, everyone was allowed to enter the lobby of the building. The whole of the building was huge. The floor was covered with shiny black tiles. The walls are exclusively glassed, with the exception here and there of digital panels that show in real time the amount of antibodies produced at school. Emma and Jonas are greeted by a school officer. Hello, can I have your name and your reason to leave the school of the clouds? Jonas was about to answer, but Emma instantly cuts him off. Hello, I'm Emma Thomas. I'm in 7th grade 3, and I'm with Jonas Fitcher. 5th grade... 5th grade F, sir, specifies Jonas. Can I see your official request? Oh, we have only this letter from Jonas Marve. Jonas sends a letter to the agent who reads it carefully. Very well, follow me. The agent takes Emma and Jonas to one of the elevators in the center of the lobby. On the right is a control tablet. Enter your first and last names on the task tablet. Then the elevator will take you to the preparation room where you will receive your suit and the case containing the antibodies. Jonas and Emma comply. The task tablet validates the journey out of the school and opens the elevator doors. Once inside, it descends a few floors. With the doors open, Jonas and Emma arrive in a large room lit by long white neon lights. This room is long with a very large tube at the bottom which must be approximately 15 meters in diameter. On both sides of the room, students are lining up to remove the antibody cases and visibly look like spacesuits. Jonas and Emma show up at the counter on the right. Jonas hands the letter to the young woman behind. The person reads it carefully and, without saying a word, turns and grabs a small birch metal briefcase. She puts it on the counter and opens it. So, this is it. Since there are three of you in your family, you have 30 vowels of antibodies. You can go to the opposite counter to remove your suits. Jonas nods to express his thanks and goodbye. Although he does not find this lady very polite, he is still relieved that everything is going so far without a hitch. Emma and Jonas join the other side of the room. On this side, many benches are arranged perpendicularly to the long counter desk, with behind it about 15 school administrative offices. They showed up at the counter and their agent checked their names. 
He returns three minutes later with two suits and two helmets. They are similar to those you can see in science fiction movies. They are white and appear to be made of a double layer of thick, sturdy fabrics. Just like the white clothes they wear, the suits have each a label with the name Jonas F. and Emeti. But why so many precautions to just go outside, thinks Jonas. Mm. Did the hair on earth become unbreathable? That would explain why the school of clouds is in the hair. Mm. Jonas is not sure how to put his suit. Even through Hema hasn't been out of school for a long time, she knows how to put it on perfectly. Why can't you put it on correctly, wonders Emma. Uh, I have a... Uh, no. Okay, that's okay. I'm coming to help you. Thanks to Emma, Jonas is all set and keeps the antibody case with him. The two astronauts join the others in front of the central part of the back of the room, towards the electromagnetic lift. After about 30 minutes, everyone is ready. Three school officers, also dressed with the suits, approach the group. One of them says, In a few moments, the doors will open. I'm asking you to divide yourselves around the edge of the elevator and to sit on the seats. Then, connect the freight chain take hoses to the blue connector on your suit and put on your seatbelts. The departure is in five minutes. As soon as the doors open, Jonas discovers a huge circular room with, on the periphery, a series of grey armchairs. In the center is a large tablet that appears to operate the electromagnetic elevator. Emma and Jonas sit next to each other, and Emma shows Jonas how to connect the fresh air supply hose to his suit. After a few minutes, an officer in coveralls approaches the central tablet and puts his hand on it. Has everyone connected their suit correctly? There is silence in the room and the agent takes it for a yes. Tars activates the hair supply and closes the lock. Of course, sir, answers the computer. The voice seems to come from somewhere else. Suddenly, Jonas feels that the internal thickness of his suit begins to fill with hair. He seems surprised by the sensation. The elevator doors close and it seems to start moving. <laughs> Tors, activate the descent now, orders the school officer. Yes, sir. All of a sudden, everyone has a feeling of falling. The feeling is strange, but not really stressful. Oh, it's weird, but it's a pretty cool feeling, tells Jonas to Emma. Yeah, I haven't felt that for a long time. But tell me, Jonas, seriously, what planet do you come from? What? From which galaxy... Huh? Do you come from? You know, you ask a lot of weird questions about school, about where the antibody reserve is, you have never put any suits, and you seem to discovering this elevator while we have all taken it at least once in order to go back to school. Who are you, Jonas? I... I... Uh, Jonas hesitates a moment before answering. If I told you that I'm not from here but from a different world, where you don't have to live under a dome or to wear a suit to go out. Would you believe me? If I told you that I came here after reading a book about genetics, which is actually magical and opened some kind of portal to teleport me here, would you believe that too? Emma looks suspicious. Of course not. No, but seriously. I'm serious. I will prove it to you, says Jonas very seriously. 
Are you telling me that you're normal? Well, at least more than us, and that your immune system is working perfectly? That's right. But, but, but it's impossible, answers Emma. And this is with this revelation that the second part ends. As you will understand, people in this world have a disease that affects the immune system. I will give you all the details on this in the next and final part of this episode 3. I'm just using these closing minutes to explain what the immune system is. Us, not Jonas and the others, we live in a world where we have to coexist with bacteria, viruses and parasites. Most of the time, everything goes well, as many of them are not dangerous. However, as you know, some are. Thus, it is because of them that we get sick. Colds, stomach aches, tonsillitis, and so on. On the other hand, if we are able to heal, it is because within us, we have immune cells, which, in particular, manufacture antibodies, and whose mission is to destroy the bacteria or viruses that have invaded our body. Thus, if the latter could no longer play its role, we can imagine the health problems we will have, and we should be wary of everything, from the water we drink, from the food we eat, or the air we breathe. Germs are so small that they are absolutely everywhere. Finally, for the most harmful germs, our immune system has a really hard time getting rid of them. This is why we invented vaccines, in order to allow our immune system to be more efficient at destroying these harmful viruses or bacteria. This is the case for COVID-19, but also for polio, for whooping cough, or for certain meningitis. All diseases that can be very serious or very contagious. Until we hear more from Jonas, if you like this story, a big thank you in advance for rating us 5 stars and putting a positive comment on your podcast app and sharing it on your social networks. All of this helps us to be more heard. So thank you so much for your listening. I wish you a very nice day. Take care of yourself and see you very soon. Bye. Bye.